welcome back to Hour 3 of Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella, along with our guest, Aunt Thornton. Having a great time today talking about all kinds of fun stuff. <laughs> if you're uh, listening to us on KDAZ, thank you for listening. You can listen to us uh, here on KDAZ every Saturday, 1 to 4 p.m., 96.9 FM AM 700 and streaming online at conservativetalkabq.com. If you're watching us on Rumble, Twitter, or Facebook, um, we're not doing phones today because uh, we had to record today's show because I am attending a family function. <laughs> a marriage. That's, That's right. a little more than a function. <laughs> Uh, my niece and uh, is getting married, so very happy for her. Another one bites the dust. That's right. <laughs> anyway, if you want to send us your questions and comments, uh, you can email us at becca at freedomspeaknm.com and uh, let us know what your suggestions are, comment on the topics that we, uh, we did. And if you want to uh, look at my show notes from this show, um, I always upload them to the website, beckatfreedomspeaknm.com. Becca um, and uh, what I do is I upload the show notes along with the replay of the show. So you can do your own research. You can dig a little further. And if you look at something I got on there and you disagree with something we said, hey, I want to hear what you have to say. And uh, when we're back uh, on the next show uh, with the phones, I, I want you to call in. Have a conversation with me. You, can, you don't have to agree with me. I, yeah, I, I love to debate people. Heck, I'll, I'll even debate chat GPT and, and crash it. So if I can do that, I can probably debate you. <laughs> <laughs> not going to let any artificial intelligence stop me. Heck no. <laughs> so I was thinking about uh, this. Uh, I was looking at some of these articles that I've, that I've seen come out this week. I found an interesting article here on uh, brobible.com. And they're talking about how, uh, oh, no, that's not, that's not the one. Um, is it? Let's see. No, no, no. Oh, yes, it is. And it's talking about how New York City is sinking. That's pretty fascinating, huh? Not surprising. <laughs> and and upon you know first look at that, I'm thinking, oh, New York City's thinking. Is this some crackpot that has come out with this uh, thing in which uh, they're going to try to say there's there's too many people on in New York, so it's it's going to sink into the ocean or or maybe it's going to capsize or whatever like that. <laughs> like, the, like the Guam Island. Like the Guam Island. Yes. And if you guys, there, there's actually probably a lot of you guys that have not heard or, uh, or seen. Life activist, watch. Hold on. Oh. Hi, we're looking for Elise. Oh, hold on. Sorry, That's not what I wanted. Not here. We're both with the FBI. Hold on, let's get rid of that. Okay. We just need to... That's coming. We're going to talk about that. But there was this... Uh, <laughs> politician, which of course he's a Democrat, Hank Johnson, Democrat from Georgia. This is what he had to say about Guam. Now, apparently he's having, he's, he's had, this is some kind of congressional hearing and he's mm-hmm. talking, it looks like some kind of general mm-hmm. and uh, he's, he's concerned about too many troops being moved onto the island of Guam. And so he's talking to this general about it. And, and, and you gotta, you gotta, you gotta hear this conversation. It's, it's this is an uh, island that at its widest level is, what, 12 miles from shore to shore. He's really concerned with the square footage level, of this island. Uh, uh, it's very important. The smallest uh, uh, location, it's uh, seven miles uh, between one shore and the other. Is that correct? <laughs> like, uh, I don't have the exact we, we uh, dimensions, maybe but a cert- to your point, a survey sir, or I something. think Guam is a small island. Very relatively. small island, about 24 miles, if I recall, long. Let's see, so it's 24, 24 times 7. Long, about like, uh, 7 miles <laughs> wide at the <laughs> least widest uh, place on the and island. And this general's like, okay, 20, what, what are you getting at, dude? About 12 miles wide. Uh, widest part of the island. Well, that's and, like pulling uh, teeth there, listening to all that. 
I don't know how many square Hang in with me. It's getting that, good. That is. Do you happen to know? I don't have that uh, figure with me, sir. I can certainly supply it to you if you'd like. Got to yeah, get this general lease. is that uh, the whole island will uh, become so overly populated that it will tip over and, uh, He's serious. and capsize. Capsize. Uh, we don't anticipate that. The, uh, <laughs> the this is real, people. I think currently about really 175,000. Really and yeah. again, with 8,000 Marines and their families, it's an addition of about 25,000 uh, more uh, into the population. See, see the this thing is a... Uh, I- you got to give this guy a lot of credit. Well, he, you know, the, the thing did, that worries me is he didn't even crack a smile. He didn't even even snicker just a little bit. And it's like, and then he's explaining to this guy that, well, you know, it's only 8,000 Marines. I don't think that's enough to tip the island over, right? <laughs> I, I think he was just trying to say, how can I get out of this without disrespecting this idiot in front of me? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like, I just, I, for those of you that don't understand people, that islands, <clears throat> islands, what they are, an island is the top of a mountain at the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> exactly. It, it, it's not a floating. It's not a floating piece of land that just kind of moves around. <laughs> yeah, that's right. What are they, they have like, like, like maybe steel cables or something with anchors down at the bottom of the ocean to keep it from floating away. You know. Oh wow! No, no, he, Unbelievable. He's not the sharpest knife in the drawer, that's for sure. No, but you know this. You know, here I would like to make the argument that this guy is typical for Democrats. I, I think a lot not. of them really not the politicians. I'm not not not, 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 the, not the you people voters. You guys are just cl- kind of clueless with your head in the sand. You need to get it out of there, and you need to pay attention to these kind of morons that you're voting into office. I mean, because this guy this this guy is not alone. Okay? No, he's not. No, he's he's not alone. Because okay, like there are. A lot of Democrat politicians that are this stupid. I would agree with that, just based on everything that's happening right now, and they go along with it. They go along with it, yeah. And, you know, the thing is, I think that there are a lot of evil people, cabal, big, deep state, whatever you want to call them, that are at the top that do know what they're doing. And their 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 thought is, like— well, we can tell these morons anything and they'll go along with it. Mm-hmm. You know, they're the perfect useful idiots mm-hmm. to get the job done. That's scary. But <laughs> it is true. Yeah. Yeah, they are. <laughs> so, <laughs> you were, were you going to say something? No, I, I give up on them. Sometimes <laughs> I try to make excuses for them, but there is no excuse as to what no, they're doing. No. Now, the thing with New York City, okay, there is some actual scientific stuff that going along with this story of New York City. I had a discussion with my friend the other day about this, about how New York, um, the New York area, it's, it's kind of unique because it's, like, it's like, like granite. It's like got a lot of solid granite rock uh, underneath that the city is built upon, okay. which I think probably when they originally originally built the city, they thought, well, this is a perfect place for us to build some tall skyscrapers because it's a really nice solid foundation. Right. But but the thing is, is that when you when you build something that and you keep building a whole bunch of them, and you've literally got just millions of tons of stuff piled on top of this bedrock well the bedrock doesn't go on forever at some point down way down below is something that's probably a little softer and and so what they're saying here in this article is that the that new york city is sinking by about a millimeter every year a millimeter a millimeter every year okay well i think they have several thousand years not to worry about it <laughs> probably so <laughs> yeah several thousand years to do something about it too <laughs> yeah so. It's it, that's probably not going to be a big deal. I'll see. Let me, let me get the, these actual numbers here that they had. Let's see. It says, um, there it is. Okay. Scientists warn in the scientists warn that New York City and its eight hundred and fifty thousand tons of buildings is sinking. Which maybe it is. That doesn't um, include all the people. I mean, that's just the buildings, right? Just, just the yeah, that's yeah, just the buildings. Right. Yeah, it's not the cars. It's not, it's not the, the cars, people, not the, you know. Right. Evil, evil so gas burning year, cars. Yeah, a thousand years to get you one meter. Yeah, and they're making the cars even heavier now because they're putting out battery-operated cars, and the batteries are really heavy. You yes, know. they are. You know how heavy those batteries are. But it says here uh, that uh, not much there 
anyone can do about it. The problem is only to going to get worse. It's part of a common natural phenomena called subsistence. Not where they give handouts to people that are too lazy to work. It's, it's the other. It means yes. something else. Subsistence is the gradual settling or sudden sinking of Earth's surface occurs when soft sediments shift or loads bearing down on the ground push it deeper still. So I could see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's what's happening. So the question is, at, uh, at that rate, um, oh, here we go. Oh, New York City is sinking at a rate of one to two millimeters oh. per year. Now, New York City's not really all that high above sea level, is no. it? Isn't it like really just it's barely above right sea, level? sea level? Yeah, kind of like New Orleans. Yeah, so how many millimeters? <laughs> okay, you're, you're, you're the super, super educated engineer well, here. A thousand, a thousand, how, how many a millimeters? millimeters is a one meter, which is what, 3.2 feet? A little over three feet, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, and how so, high above sea level are they typically? I don't know. Let's look, well, let's, let's look, look, let's look that up. So let's, you're assuming they're sinking like three feet a year? No, every thousand years. Every thousand years. And he's like, I was going to say, whoa. Yeah. That's... No, no, no. Three feet a year, they'd, that'd be trouble. No. <laughs> yeah. So say if it's a millimeter, if it's a millimeter a year or two millimeters, or if we're talking 500 years for it to go a meter. Mm. So, and that's, that's not bad. I mean, they could, I think in 500 years, they could figure out something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Or, you know, start using boats to get around. Yeah. Um, just turn it into Naples or something. Highest natural point in the city is Tot Hill, T-O-D-T. The highest? Uh, uh-huh, on Staten Island, which is 409.8 feet above okay. sea level. Yeah. That's so, the highest point. That's the highest point. And so you're, you're talking, let's see, 1,000 millimeters. Is a one meter. Is one meter, so that's roughly, so... A, th- so a, a millimeter per year, yeah. let's say a two millimeter per year. Okay, so it's that's 500, 500. Fi- 500 years. You'll go down three feet. Three feet. <laughs> it's going to be a long time. It's going to be a long time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Before you get to the highest point, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, people might uh, yeah. start start moving to higher ground a little at a time, you know. But yeah, that's the future of New York City. It's yeah. going to be underwater eventually. Eventually. Let's yeah. hope. Yeah, let's hope. <laughs> we can only pray. I, 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 I keep hoping that, uh, you know, Southern California will disappear into the ocean someday. I think that would solve a lot of our problems. Breaks off. Breaks off and just yeah. goes away. It's like, oh, bye-bye. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. Well, a lot of states are thinking about uh, restructuring and, you know, a lot of states want to break away. Like the rural sections of uh, Washington want to break away from uh, Seattle and uh, Oregon's the same. A lot of people on the east side of Oregon want to separate and want to become part of Idaho. So there's a lot of um, people who are frustrated with the uh, progressives taking over the major cities and then not having a voice in their own state. I mean, we have the same problem here. Well, you know, constitutionally, that is uh, something that can constitutionally be done. Mm-hmm. You know, and apparently they're making efforts to do this. Right. Uh, what is it? Parts of. Uh, trying to remember which states was it part of california that wanted to Mm -hmm. to secede and move out to the next state right northern california wanted uh, to move to idaho or something right exactly yeah greater i want to call it greater idaho or something like that (laughs) yeah and uh and they'll take parts of eastern eastern um washington as well and so because that's where all the rural i mean it's the same thing we have in new mexico our problem is we have a rio grande corridor that includes uh, Santa Fe, Albuquerque, and Las Cruces, where it's pretty much dominant, where all the population is. You go outside of that, pretty much the rest of the state is is red. And I think um, if you even look at the governor's election, I think 27 of the uh, 33 counties voted red in the entire state. But the most populous ones, Albuquerque, Bernalillo County, and those, uh, where the population is, they voted blue, and therefore we lose the election. And uh, so, so the question is, maybe we separate the Rio Grande corridor from the rest of the state. Right, <laughs> right, right. Well, I say, some... I say, to let <laughs> let the libs have the big cities. Yeah, let them let them let, let them live with what they and they can have their own separate, you know, liberal, governments. socialist, fascist right. government, yeah, and see how long that works, and see how well yeah. that works out for them. Right. And when all the oil and gas folks and all the folks who are producers across the state, the ranchers and all that kind of stuff that produce the food, the agriculture, let them have their own way, and we'll see how well they do without us. Yeah. And uh, and so I. I think that could go a long way. I mean, 
you hate to say that because, but that's what's happening across many, many states. And the people who are leaving those states, like, like I hear a lot of people in California have left to go to like Florida and stuff. But hopefully, it's the conservatives that are leaving the state. Yeah, we don't want the liberals to move yeah, to Florida. Yeah, it's like you stay <laughs> or in, Texas. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, we want them to stay, stay right where they are. You wanted it. You, you live with. You them. know that that kind of that kind of makes me wonder about some of these people that are that it, millions of people that are coming from these failed foreign countries in which I remember Trump referred to them as, and I'm going to use a clean word for this, crap holes. Okay. Right. And he used the S word. Right. But crap holes. And it's like these people helped build those crap holes. Mm -hmm. And now they're leaving their country after, after it fails and they're coming to our country. Right. So what, they can turn our country into a crap hole? You know, they weren't willing, they weren't willing to stick around their own country and and fight for their own country. You know, it's like, is that really the kind of people we want in this country? People that are that, you know, weak and aren't don't don't, don't really, stand for anything, right? You know, that's true. Now the question is, are we willing to fight for it? And I think we are. Um, you know, I know how you started the the this whole session about the American dream, but I think most people, I think we're getting to the point now where we're fed up. We've we had it, and um, and we're going to fight. I know I am. I mean, Me too. My wife and I had a choice of, you know, we were thinking, we're both retired now. Do we want to stay here in New Mexico? Or do we want to go somewhere else? And we started asking, well, where will we go in the United States? You know, yeah, Texas or Florida and stuff like that. But I love the weather in New Mexico. Well, yeah, cool. and the only, for the wind. I'm the only not crazy thing about, about, about running away is like now we'd be like the the illegally immigrants running away from their country instead of staying there and exactly. fighting for it. Because exactly. you could move to Texas and what if it flips blue after you sell your land here and go there and now you're in the same situation. Same yeah. Anywhere that you run and no, nothing is for sure. You don't know for sure if Republicans are always going to run Florida and Texas. Texas is looking real iffy right now. It is. Very iffy. I agree. So, so yeah. no, I'd rather stay here and, and fight the fight and, uh, and if I'm going to fight, I'm going to fight with the people I know and love and, and uh, you know, can surround myself with. So, uh, so I know I'll have a team around me. And so I think that's the way, to, that's the way we're going to do it. But um, it, it is a scary thought that um, people have to think about moving where you live just mm-hmm. because you're not happy with the, the current situation. So I don't know. I'm not proposing that we start a separatist activity and, and you know, start separating New Mexico into red and blue um, because blue's not working at all. Mm-hmm. But they've owned this state for over 90 plus mm-hmm. years now. And, uh, and you would think, okay, after 90 years, you guys aren't getting it. <laughs> and we're last in almost everything. You know, I've I've actually heard I've actually heard people that are like you know staunch Democrats living in misery under Democrat rule. I, I, this is funny. I was out in a, I was out in Silverton, Colorado uh, last year. One of my favorite places to go, and I went out there, and there was a, an older woman I was talking to that was out there, you know, working on her house and her garden and stuff. And she's complaining. And, and by the way, a bunch of real idiot. Uh, left-wingers run that town, okay, and they're running it into the ground. And she's out there complaining of how awful things are and how, you know, her property taxes are going through the roof, and and, and it's all those, you know, darn Republicans. <laughs> and and I'm standing there with my friend Nel- Melanie. She had gone with me. We're both standing there, and we both just kind of look at each other and roll our eyes like, okay, we're not going to win this argument. And it's like... uh. But you know she's blaming it on Republicans. But see, that's that's what that's what Democrat politicians do right. is they will they will ruin something and then they'll blame it on the Republicans right. and say the Republicans did it. You know, like I, I heard uh, somebody the some oh it was that Plaskett lady oh her her whole opening statement was just chocked full of BS. You know, and she's talking about how the Republicans want to defund the police. Right, and it's like. What no. world have you been living exactly. in the past couple of years? The party of law and order wants to defund the police? I don't think so. Uh, yeah, no. But see, that's what they do. And then they're, they're voters that don't pay any attention to what they're saying or do any kind of research. Only watch maybe, you know, the, the MSDNC or the CNN in which they are told exactly what they're supposed to think. Right. And that's all they see. And they believe that. So they have no ideas that the Democrats were the ones that did it. 
And then they continue voting for Democrats because voter Democrats are saying, look how awful it is. It's all because of the Republicans. You need to keep voting for us so we can keep fighting against them. <laughs> They're going to take away your Social Security. <laughs> That's again. right. They're going to take away your Social Security. <laughs> Yep. Uh, it's, a, it's a sad state of affairs we're in right now. It, but it's a messaging game that we've got to learn, we've got to get better at. And uh, I just don't know how we do, how we do it better. Well, um, you, know, we, you know, people like me that are out here doing this sort of stuff, you know, which we're, we're, we're breaking away from like mainstream media and trying to get the truth out there to people. And we're gaining, we're gaining more popularity from what I understand. You know, more and more people are leaving these CNN and MSNBC right. and even Fox now. Right. Because Fox has gotten a little bit woke. Yeah, after they uh, got rid of Tucker, they yeah. sort of messed up there. Did. <clears throat> I think they lost, uh, I don't know, 40% share of their viewers. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> Almost overnight. Boom. Just like that. Yeah. And uh, I know I was I was already ticked off with them because of the Trump election. Well, I was too. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking about the elections and that while we've been talking about that 97 4,000 Republicans didn't vote. Uh, a lot of them are discouraged with the voting system now because if you vote, they're just, I think the Democrats, rats that they are, are just going to keep filling the empty boxes with all the dead people votes and all, you know, keep stealing votes. And, and they, I think they see that and it's very discouraging to them until they fix that system and get rid of Dominion and everything. I think they're going to sit home. Well, the problem is they're not going to get rid of Dominion until we're in power. And so the only way we're going to get rid of the dominion machine is we have to win the election. So the only way we're going to win the election is do what they do. So we need to start bar- ballot harvesting the same way they do. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying we do it illegally, but we do it properly. We, for instance, go to these 92,000 that didn't vote. We go to them and we say, here's your ballot. Fill it out and I'll take it in. We work, there you go. You know, we do, we do what they do. Yeah. And so we get those 92,000 to vote. And by taking them their ballots, making sure that they get Make them, it easy them for them. Make it so easy for them. You know, here's it's like, the box. It's you like you're, it you're, you're a, you know, talk to them, say, well, you're a, you know, you're a freedom-loving patriot. It's like, here, let me give you a chance to make a difference. I got your ballot right here. All you have to do just is just fill it out fill and sign, out and it, sign it, it. And I will take care of this for you. Exactly. So we got to do what they do. And, and, just, and as long as they're making it legal, we're going to be doing it legally. But we'll beat them at their own game. And but then they'll but then they'll change the game. Well, that that's fine. That's but what they, it, that's if what we win they the do. Election, that's we right. can change the game. We can change the game. <laughs> you know, I was so. I was listening to um, it was on OAN the other day. Uh, I think it was Pearson Sharp that did this. Oh, he put together a great collection of videos of Democrats right after the twenty sixteen election complaining about voting machines, right. about how they're just wrought with fraud and people can hack them. But now they love voting machines because they know they're doing because that. they lost right or no they no won. because they won. they won because now they've they thought well you know these voting machines are pretty corrupt and they can be hacked so we can hack them and yeah. we can make use of this so we're not going to complain about the voting machines anymore exactly these no. people are just so evil and, and disgustingly corrupt well that's why i say we i'm not saying we have to play the game illegally we can win the game but we played their game yeah for instance we i think in the last election we were also telling people don't vote until election day because you know they're going to know what you're doing and they'll hack it and whatever. And they used that against us. It, well, it actually did. They, work. they it, broke the they broke the printers. It actually worked against us. Yeah, they broke the printers, so people didn't show up like <laughs> yeah. in Maricopa County and stuff yeah. like that. But at the same time, we start off the on election day. 60, 80, 100,000 votes behind because people aren't going early. So we've got to do just the opposite, especially for the rural communities mm-hmm. where we know they're conservative because on election day, it may be raining and they may have a cow problem. Who knows what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> so if they're going to be in town, you vote then. Whenever you're going to be in town, that's when you go to vote. So we need to encourage people to vote early. Not often, but vote early. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Vote early and yeah. vote often. Yeah. And, and so I think... Uh, our messaging has to change in that regard as well. So we've got because they start the election you know, 30 days ahead, right? And we wait till election day. That's we can't do that anymore. We've got to be out there. And you, and you know why they start the election 30 days ahead of time? They want to be able to say, oh, how many more votes do we do need? need? Exactly. And then they'll truck them in from another state. They'll have a bunch of mules stuff the ballot boxes. They they've put the system, a system in place in which they can on the fly on demand ballots. Yeah, but I, you know, some, and this, I hate it at 7 o'clock, you know, the polls close, our person's ahead, and then all of a sudden, 3 in the morning, they're, they're behind again. How many times has that happened, I know, though? too How, many times. Too, yeah, too many times. And it never works in our favor. Mm-hmm. It has never worked in our not. favor. No. And so, it's kind of like, 
They're cheating. Well, the reason it don't work in our favor is because we're not willing to cheat. Right. You know, I, 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 I believe that Republicans have a much higher moral standard than these Democrats. Well, my view do. is, if your vote's not in by seven o'clock, Nicole's polls, that's it. Counting stops. <laughs> no, well, no. I'm all for voting. I'm all for voting day. Yeah. Voting day, one day. Yeah, and make it a national holiday. Make it a national holiday. I agree. That way, nobody has an excuse to. They can't say, "Oh, well, I had to work." No, you don't have to work because your work has been told they have to close. Right. Okay. Exactly. Everything closes down on voting day. The only th- one thing you have to do on that day is, is go vote. vote. That is it. That's it. And if you need a ride. We'll even provide free transportation. We're going to take every single excuse that you have away from showing up at the polls. Right. You will show up in person. You will vote on election day. And you will show your ID. And you will show your ID. <laughs> That's right. So, yeah. no, I think, I mean, there's simple ways to fix this. And, I, and so, I think during the campaign, I was also thinking, I, I, I also believe there's some technology ways to fix this, too. And mm-hmm. I, I believe in blockchain voting, and it's uh, using the same technology they use for cryptocurrency. If you're willing to send, you know, $100,000 to send Bitcoin across the world, and, and no one's worried about it being taken care of, I think you can do the same thing with voting. Okay, I'm a, one I'm a, person, one vote. And you could do that with I'm going to have a little debate with you here, Ant. <laughs> okay. okay. About cryptocurrency and gold and all that kind of stuff. Right. Okay. I, I have so many people. Actually, we're heading towards the break. I'm going to get into that debate after in the last segment. We'll have some fun with that. Okay. Sure. <laughs> well, I, wanna, I have one more thing to say about the voting. You have uh, time. Go ahead. <clears throat> well, as they're crossing the border, they're given their little visa card with 3000 whatever they give them on there, and a little package that says, you will vote Democrat. Democrats are making this possible for you. Are they here. really getting that? They're getting packets, yeah. Have that you, says you have, you have to those? vote Democrat. So now that we're going to be outnumbered with the 10 million versus, okay. you know. With I haven't heard that. I guess I don't. I, I need to see evidence of that. But mm-hmm. that, that's really happening. Mm-hmm. Then we should be on the border, too. <laughs> Maybe so. Yeah. <laughs> right. Sign them up. Sign them up. Right. <laughs> I, are we going to give them the 3,000 you know, cards? That's, that's, no, <laughs> that's one way we can get uh, get them to stop this, though, is we can start signing them all up as, as Republicans. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the Democrats will stop it real quick. That's I'll stop that border crisis right away if we start going down there and getting them signed up. Mm, no, I agree. Put that on the list. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Add it to the list. <laughs> All right, so you're listening to Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella. We're uh, going to be coming up on the final segment here after the break, and I'm going to have a little debate with uh, Ant about cryptocurrency and gold. Should you invest in this stuff to prepare for the apocalypse? That's what I want to know. <laughs> we'll be right back. I think it's it's a... Interested in getting your concealed carry permit? Perkins Protection Training offers state-approved concealed carry classes for both New Mexico and Utah, taught by a certified NRA instructor, local woman-owned and ran by husband-wife team since 2004. Individual coaching, ensuring every student learns according to their individual needs, complete with pre-class and follow-up tutoring. One-on-one, beginner, and advanced classes also available. Mention KDAZ for 10% off class. Call 505-238-1214. That's 505-238-1214 or on the web at PerkinsProtectionTraining.com. Are you a small business with unique skills that believes it can bring value to Sandia or our other national labs and would like to grow your national lab contract portfolio? Then listen up. Working with any of the national labs can be overwhelming. From the lengthy terms to the bureaucratic red tape, it can feel like these labs don't want to work with small businesses. Nothing could be further from the truth. They want and need exceptional small businesses to be part of their supply chain. I can help you. My name is Asa Bortz Johnson, owner of Sandia Consulting Group. I spent 10 years as a subcontract manager at Sandia Labs and can help you navigate the bureaucracy. My central objectives are to increase your firm's probability of winning a contract, minimize your administrative burden, shorten the time frame from proposal to purchase order, and maximize your firm's profit. Give me a call at 505-362-3499 or go to my website at sandiaconsultinggroup.com. Schedule your no-cost meet and greet to discuss how Sandia Consulting Group can support your mission. 
Hi, I'm Dr. Karen Genter from High Desert Chiropractic and Wellness. For 27 years, I've been helping patients by gently treating the root cause of their health issues, not just symptoms. Treatments include various chiropractic techniques and therapies, such as electrical stimulation, ultrasound and intersegmental traction, or the roller table. Let's help you be your best self by helping you achieve optimal wellness and maintain it lifelong. Located at 5310 Homestead Road, Northeast, call us at 505-292-2226. Do you need a trailer to haul something around? Check out my friends at JP Trailer Sales. They've been doing business in Albuquerque for seven years. Whether you're hauling cars, landscaping equipment, dirt, or your favorite off-road toys, JP Trailers has the perfect trailer at a great price to fit your needs. They have open trailers, enclosed trailers, and can even do special orders. You'll always receive great, friendly customer service, and no appointment is ever needed. Stop by their location at 7605 San Pedro Drive, Northeast and Albuquerque, Monday through Saturday, 10 to 5 p.m. You can also call them at 505-469-1667 or 505-557-8164 or check them out on the web at flatbedtrailersusa.com. Did you realize that our skin is the largest organ of the body? How often do we pay attention to what it's telling us? Hi, I'm Tomei with Skin LLC, and we don't just cover up imperfections, we heal them. Our skin being the largest organ of the body tells a story. Beauty and skin alike are often overlooked because we get overwhelmed with so much daily input. You can learn your own skin and beauty story through the customized treatments we provide, personalized just for you. Let us give you the education, healing, rejuvenation, and restoration to support your journey. Call or text 505-918-4211, mention this ad for a free phone consultation, and visit our website at abqskinllc.com. That number again is 505-918-4211. Welcome back to the final segment of Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella. How's it going today, Stella? I think we're going to survive this. You think so? We're almost there, huh? I'm almost sure. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We're here with Aunt Thornton. We got him as our guest today. Having a good time today. This has been fun. I've enjoyed it. Yeah. So, I've got this friend of mine that... Actually, I agree with her on this, and I'm going to do it. I'm going to invest a little bit of money in this, okay? That there's a lot of discussion about how the dollar and the even the U.S. economy might just completely tank. And being as, you know, there's this whole debt limit increase thing going on. It's We're hearing about it every day, and, and thank goodness that... Uh, the Republicans are holding, and I want them to hold fast. It's like, well, you can't let us default. Yes, you can let us default. I say let them default if that's what they want to do. Because, you know what? If they default, then they're going to have to do something about it. Exactly. They're going to have to cut back. They'll say, well, gosh, we're, we can't stay defaulted. You know, they, they always blow these things out of proportion. Okay, like, oh, no. it's like, and then, and then they always come up with a continuing resolution. They do one thing or the other. And, it, and people are still getting their Social Security checks and all that kind of stuff. When they say the government's going to shut down, that's not exactly true. Right. Okay? The important stuff that we care about keeps on a going okay there are certain parts of government i wish they would permanently shut down i wish the fbi would permanently shut down i wish the department of education would permanently shut down and and in some cases sometimes i wish the department of energy would also completely shut down right you don't need it you don't need it 
We really don't. Other than the fact that the Department of Energy got control of the nuclear weapons <clears throat> because they didn't want that in the hands of the DOD. And so they actually separated that part responsibility and put that in the hands of the Department of Energy. But other than that, the... Um, Wasn't part- the, the suitcase snatcher, he was working for them, right? You know. <laughs> oh, yes. The, he yes, the, the non-barrant binary guy that the, was uh, yes, the, the, stealing women's luggage at yeah. the airport. You know, they finally picked him up the other day for apparently being a fugitive more. from the law. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm holding I'm holding my breath to hear what you, what you decided on this whole c- cryptocurrency and the uh, gold thing. Okay, okay. I've gotten some holding good arguments. My breath. Yeah, okay, all right. Well, all right, I, right. So, I, I, yeah, but you're right. I think the uh, the the issue with regards to the mm-hmm. government debt here is uh, we certainly don't want to default because of the creditors and with other countries and things that we owe them money. Um, however, Having said that, the Republican Party has come to an agreement. They do have a plan. Then they put together a budget. It's already been passed. Mm-hmm. They don't have to negotiate anything. Right. This is totally up to Biden now. There's, I mean, it's kind of like, why negotiate with yourselves? You know, we've I got, give McCarthy we've a, a... We've got a pass to give McCarthy yes, a lot of credit. I give McCarthy a whole lot of credit for standing firm on this. He's, right. he's actually making me pretty happy so far. Exactly. He's doing pretty good, you know, and he's not caving. And no. it's like, and if and if they've got to if they've got to default, I say let them default. Okay, I, I say let it happen too. Let it happen. And, and, you know, like Trump said the other day, it's like it's going to happen sooner or later. It may as well happen now. He's right. Right. Yes. And, and happen on Biden's watch. Yes. And and, uh, and it will force uh, them to come to the table because he decided he wasn't going to come to the table. He said, "I'm not going to negotiate." He said, "I want a clean, open. Just give me." Give me unlimited spending, and I can continue spending it the way at the rate I've been doing. And they go, no, 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 no more. No. I'm sorry, we're thirty no. over thirty trillion dollars in debt. How, how how is that even remotely acceptable to be thirty one and a half trillion dollars in debt? How is that acceptable? How would that be acceptable for me to keep raising the debt the the credit limit on one of my credit cards because I couldn't pay my bills? Right. I, why, why is the government allowed keep, to do keep that? Give me money so I can spend more of it. Right, and because my, that's exactly what they'll and do. The government this year has received more money in taxes than it has ever in the history of the nation. So it's not a matter of they're not having enough money. It's a matter of they're spending too much. And so there's no reason why we can't cut back. And that's exactly what the Republican uh, budget does, is it cuts back. And actually, it doesn't even ask for much. I think it says, and over the next 10 years, you have to like cut 1% a year or something out of your budget. And I don't know about you, but if you're a manager of money and you can't find 1% to cut back, you're not a very good manager. You need to be fired yeah. at that point the if you Democrats can't do that. The Democrats act like, oh my God, they're just going to suffocate us and they're taking all of our money away. It's like, no, you just don't have any more freebies. You're going to have to actually manage what you already have. Mm-hmm. Well, the problem is is that <clears throat> the masses, they fall for this crap when I they know. say it. They fall for it every time. It's like, oh my God, we can't default on our debt. Yes, we can. Yes, we can. We can default on it because because $31.5 trillion is unacceptable, and they want to raise it even higher. Right. And it's like, that's completely unacceptable. You need to cut way back. As a matter of fact, not only do we need to stop raising the debt limit, but we need to reduce the debt. Right. And, oh, yes, there's a lot of pet projects that the Democrats love to do with their socialist Green New Deal BS that they just want to push through and ram down our throats. But, I, you know— they might just have to get rid of some of that well, stuff. In fact, I, I and heard, they might have to stop giving away money to foreign countries. I heard that part of the budget that the Republicans have already passed is they're actually taking back some of the COVID money that was just sent out there and hasn't even been spent. It was like eighty billion. Take it all back. It was eighty billion dollars that was sitting out there. It hasn't been spent. And they're saying, "Well, let's bring it back. We don't need to spend it if it hasn't <laughs> right. been spent. You know, the COVID's over, so bring it back." And yet. The Democrats are really upset about that. Well, that's money. We're going to use it. Use it for what? You know, you're not going to use it for COVID, and that's exactly. what it was allocated for. Exactly. So we want it back, like right now. Exactly. So yeah. I, I mean, they're they're reasonable, rational things that they put in the budget that uh, Biden thought he wouldn't have to negotiate in because he didn't believe that McCarthy could get it through. He he thought that they would roll over. Yes, he thought. And they did. he's he's now he's his now back's he's, against the wall. Right. He's going to have to make a decision here pretty soon. And so if they default, it's going to be all on his shoulders. Yeah. And because uh, we've got a plan, and the plan's been passed. So yeah. it's up to him. He's got to. He's I got say to let it. it default. I don't care. Yeah. Well, there could be ramifications of that because uh, the dollar, if that happens, uh, everybody who has the dollar will want to get rid of it. I mean, and we're talking about other countries and stuff. And uh, we're, which is actually plays in the hands of. Russia and China, because they actually are working very hard right now. Uh, it's it's uh, Brazil, I guess it's Brazil, Russia, India, and China, the BRIC 
uh, countries are doing everything they can to um, minimize the impact of the dollar. And so there's there, China is saying they want to become the the universal or the yeah, reference currency. The thing is, Aunt is Biden's responsible for all of this. Right. All of this. He He's responsible for them trying to move away from the dollar. He, right. He, you know, the energy thing is pro- – and I've been saying this for quite a while. I think the whole energy independence thing is something that negatively impacted Europe, and so Russia stepped up to the plate to fill the gap. And, and you know, so and he, and he, so they, he created right. this situation. He did. Exactly. You know, he created this situation, and now he's, he's fighting a proxy war with Russia? I mean, what – What's, he's just making it even worse. Right. Yep. And, uh, well, that's what happens when you elect somebody who doesn't understand uh, international dynamics and politics and uh, and is basically an ideologue, which is what he is. Or he's being driven by ideologues. Now, from what I understand, Ant, there's a lot of these countries over there that uh, that are taking their, their currency, which is kind of obscure, uh, that we've thought was obscure up until this point, and switching their currencies over to uh, a gold-backed currency. A lot of these countries are doing this. Now, I know some people that have been advising me, hey, Becky, you need to take some of your money buy some of these foreign currencies and now you know you buy them and it's like you buy them on you know online and then you can buy the currencies and they'll say oh well these things aren't worth anything and it's like we just want to let you know that it's like you're buying it's like you know uh the conspiracy theorists think that this is going to be worth a lot more but see the thing is is that i can see i can understand the logic behind all this because if the united states defaults and and basically the United States government just about goes belly up, and you you own these foreign currencies that are gold backed, and then they become the dominant currency in the world. You might have a lot of money there. Right. So let me ask. And you And that's a the idea. Let me ask you a question. Okay. If if you let's assume your theory is correct. I'm talking about zins and dongs and all that kind okay. of stuff. So you, yeah. You want to you. I guess my question to you is why would you buy a gold backed currency instead of just buying gold directly? That's what I was heading for. Why? Why not just the gold? Yes. So, if it's gold backed, why wouldn't you just buy gold? Here's my thing with gold. It's always been with gold. Okay. Okay. Number one, I always ask the question. You you hear these these people selling this gold, and and the the reason you know the selling point that they do is like, oh, it's going to go up in value like this astronomical amount within this amount of time. So the question I have to ask is, why are you selling it then? <laughs> Is that a good question to ask? It's like if you think it's going to be that valuable, why are you selling it for me for a lower price? Why don't you sit on it, sit on it for a while, and then you're going to be filthy rich when it does go up? So let me let me explain people why gold is a different investment than say okay. any other kind of investment. So think of gold not as um, not as like a stock or something like that that mm-hmm. you buy and hopefully it'll go up in value in in you know. A, month, a year from now, whatever. Think of gold as a hedge against inflation. Okay. So, and the way you think about this is in twenty, in 1913, when the Federal Reserve was, was first created, uh, gold was worth $35 an ounce. Okay. okay. One gold coin, one ounce. Okay. Now, during, now, back in 1913, you could buy a very well-tailored gentleman's suit for $35. I mean, that was like a top-end suit, okay? Uh-huh. So that gold coin could buy that. Mm-hmm. Now, let's, let's go forward to today. Right now, I think gold is right, helping right around $2,000 an ounce, okay? Now, think about that. That same gold coin worth one ounce today is now worth $2,000. And you can buy a pretty nice gentleman's suit mm-hmm. for $2,000. I would think so. Okay? Mm-hmm. You can. Yeah. So, if you held gold versus holding a dollar, if, you had, if your money was in dollars, you'd need 2,000 of them today to buy that gold coin, whereas you only needed 35 back then. So, what has depreciated? The dollar. Right, it has. Okay, it's the dollar yeah. that's depreciated, yeah. not the gold coin. Yeah. The gold coin holds its value regardless of what they do in the inflationary environment. So, if you hold gold, you will always be able to hold your wealth and keep your investment regardless of the inflationary environment that's happening around you because gold will increase based on the value of whatever currency you're, you're situated with. Mm-hmm. But the gold is what has the value, not the currency. And so you want to stick with the gold. 
because you want to you want to be able to ha- use it as a hedge against inflation, so that ten years from now you could still buy a gentleman's suit at for that same gold coin. So think because because the gold hasn't changed. It's yeah, the same yeah, damn gold yeah. coin it was, right, yeah. you know, back in 1913. Well, it's gone up in value. No, it hasn't gone. Well, no, it hasn't not, gone not, up in value. Not really. The currency has gone down in value. Right. Like it he, takes two thousand dollars today to buy what you could have bought with thirty five dollars. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So just like this, like the, the description he was using about back then, you could buy a really nice suit for thirty five bucks. Now you can buy a really nice suit for about two thousand bucks. Right. See, so, so you can't, it, the buying power has not increased. So, so, so the buying power of the gold coin is the same. Mm. It, goes, it goes with, so, but what they're doing, what people don't realize, is that they're depreciating the value of the dollar. So people save dollars, it's kind of like, that's kind of stupid, because they're devaluing the dollar. And when they print more money, when they make all these trillions of dollars of debt that we have, it makes each dollar worth less. Yes. And so that's why we're getting stuck with inflation. And so, like in, uh, you know, they said during the Weimar Republic in Germany after the war, they, they started just printing a bunch of money. And people would have to go down with wheelbarrows of, mm-hmm. of currency to go get a, a um, bread or yeah, something like yeah. that. And so, because the, the, it was worthless. They were just printing paper. And so you don't want to hold something that's going to end up worthless. You want to hold something that's going to maintain its value over – so precious metals tends to do that. Uh, silver and gold are the ones that are considered valuable. And the beauty of that is that it's recognized anywhere in the world. I can take a gold coin anywhere in the world, and they will accept it for mm. the value that it has. Yeah, because even though it's it's rare, but you know it's. And the truth of the matter is, the the and I learned this from uh, a friend of mine recently, and he said that basically he said the rich people when they want to buy. Like, like we can buy gold and silver right now. Like I said, you could buy. I think silver is like twenty five dollars an ounce. Yeah, I've heard people tell me silver. Silver is a better, better yeah, buy right now. It will be. It will be. In, in, it will go up faster. Yeah. But uh, but gold is out now two thousand. We've my wife and I have owned gold and silver for many many years, and and it's gone up since we bought it. You know, because we started probably in the in, I know I started in the late '80s. Started buying gold, and it was like six hundred, seven hundred dollars an ounce. Now it's two thousand. Haven't done anything with it. It's the same damn gold coin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So it's just increasing. It's helping me to maintain whatever wealth I had and keep it you know, to stay with inflation. So that's why you want to buy gold. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, I understand okay. that. Okay, you know, so. then there's the other argument uh, in in which uh, if things go really, really bad, um, and uh, the economy completely collapses, and you're wanting to um, buy something in which basically currency has become worthless, right, and just gone. Um, what are you going to do? Gonna what are you going to do? What are you going to do? You're going to either barter. You're going to barter, and are people going to say, "Well, what am I going to do with that?" You know, I really need food. I need, right. you know, I need, uh, I need guns. I need bullets. I need <laughs> seeds. I yeah. need uh, all of these things. What am I going to do with this? Well, if you know, if you're smart and you believe any of that that's going to happen, you should be. You should have your bullets and your food. Trust me, and all of that already. <laughs> okay, so I mean, I know that that's kind of the conspiracy side of the house, but the truth is, you should be prepared for any any sort of. Uh, particular thing that could happen to you so you should have some food you should have enough food mm-hmm. in your house at least last you three months mm-hmm. as a minimum assuming you couldn't go anywhere else yeah it's dehydrated fruit all you gotta do is add water to it so then if you can't get water so then maybe you need to have a store of water available so that you can do that unless you live near water or you know river or ocean or something like that mm-hmm. where you can get water but you know putting something aside that you hope you'll never have to use that's just being prepared. Sure. And, uh, and, and if you have neighbors who are like-minded, you'll be able to share and, and you'll be able to prosper in that kind of environment with each other because you'll all each have something you can bring to the table. Yeah, one thing that has happened over the last few years is I have connected with a whole lot of like-minded people. Right. And so I know a lot of people that if the worst ever happened, uh, we would be able to get together and help each other out. Exactly. So that's... I, I mean, you're going and, to... Um, and I think... Things could get that bad where we've got to figure out how do we as a community reach out to each other to help those. Because there are going to be some that are going to get desperate. 
Yeah. And, uh, and uh, you know what happens when people get desperate? They start getting they get dangerous. They get dangerous, <laughs> right. And so mm-hmm. either we've got to have an ability to support and help them, or we have to have reach out and have an ability to protect ourselves from them. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, it's so probably going to be the latter. It may be. Yeah. Um, you know, the the spiritual side of me says, so I, I hope I'd be able to reach out first, you know, but maybe not, yeah. <laughs> depending on how bad it gets. Right? Well, yeah. Well, that's what worries me about all these millions of uh, illegal aliens coming into the country that aren't going to be working. They're, you know, they're going to be, I'm just afraid we're going to reach a point in time in which a whole bunch of them are going to become very desperate. I mean, I'm already seeing around the streets of Albuquerque people hanging out on the street corners with suitcases that do not look like New Mexicans or right. they, they look they look like they're from someplace else. And I'm starting to think that the streets are starting to fill up with these people. Right. And yeah, and what are they going to do? Are they going to break in the stores? I mean, crime's going to become rampant. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's a lot of possibilities for all of that. You also mentioned cryptocurrencies as, as another alternative. Um, See, I don't have a lot of faith in that. So, and, I, and I know you talked, you've talked about a lot. Yeah, well. I, I'm just. <laughs> I, 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 cryptocurrencies is a little bit different. It's, it's a financial. The things that are going on in cryptocurrency right now uh, may change the world if the world stays halfway sane. And, and, it, may, and it may change it for the better. Because um, they're, they're doing a lot of things in what's called decentralized finance, uh, DeFi. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're basically going to eliminate basically they're they're writing software right now that will essentially eliminate banks you don't need banks anymore yeah you know all your money will go into the crypto and you'll each everybody will have their own electronic wallet and it'll be you know your wallet and uh and you'll be able to transfer money to anybody anywhere in the world at any time and you'll never have to go to the bank. And there's ways you can put money into this decentralized The problem finance. is who's going to be controlling this? Well, that's the beauty of it. That's the problem. That's the beauty of it. Okay. No one controls it. It's a, it's, it's, that's the beauty of blockchain, the technology that's going on. It's decentralized. It's not controlled. And that's why they hate it. Now, the government is talking about coming out with a, a digital dollar. Mm-hmm. That's scary. And that one you don't want to touch no, you with don't. a 10-foot pole Mm-mm. because it will basically be they – will, they will know everywhere you're sending your money, and it's going to be centralized. They, mm-hmm. they, will, they will see every transaction you've ever done with all of your money, and if they wanted to, they could stop you from transactioning. You do not want any part of a digital dollar associated with the federal government. But that's what they're moving toward. Yeah. And that's what some of the – I think China is going to probably try to move to something like that because they they like that control. They want to be able to see and watch everything you're doing, and then they can tell you, oh, no, you can't spend money on that. You can only spend money over here, da-da-da-da. You don't want any part of that. But the true decentralized, like Bitcoin – they can't control it It's because it's not owned by anybody. It's worldwide and millions of computers, and you can't stop it now. And they know that, which is why Bitcoin sort of the foundational, uh, even though it's a very simple, quote, algorithm, um, it's never been broken. And, and no one's ever stolen a Bitcoin. They've stolen Bitcoins from what they call um, – uh, different sites that have a wallet that can get access to that wallet, mm-hmm. but that wallet, but they weren't, they were, they stole the wallet. They didn't steal the bitcoins themselves, and so it's kind of um, Bitcoin has has been around for twenty some years now, and it's going to be going on probably for another good twenty, but it's it's not owned by any one group or any one group, and. There's uh, there's no changing the algorithm. They haven't changed it in twenty years, and so. Some of the newer stuff, though, they are changing the algorithms, uh, and they're improving them. They're getting better. So now you can make loans with your money, with your crypto money. I can give you a loan, and instead of the bank giving me 0.3%, they'll give you a 10% yield. Mm. Well, that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, are you a good enough risk? Is there a contract that says, okay, I'm going to loan you money. How do I know you're going to pay me back? Yeah. And, uh, and so they set, they set up these algorithms so that they pool the people that are loaning the money, and they pool the people that owe the money. And so if one person doesn't pay, there's enough available that they can still pay you back. And so, but the algorithm does all that. Uh-huh. And, uh, and you're going to get a 10% return. Well, that's better than the banks are giving me. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to replace a lot of what's going on in the world through this decentralized financing capabilities. And that's what a lot of the crypto is all about because yeah. people were frustrated with what the banks, the central banks are doing to us by printing all this money. Like with Bitcoin, there's only going to be so many Bitcoins. I think it's 18 million. 
Mm-hmm. And it's finally said and done. And the last one's not going to come out till like the year 2140. The last Bitcoin will be released in, in the year 2140. But after that, 18 million, that's it. They're not printing any more Bitcoins after that. And, and so the value of it will continue to increase as long as people are using it. And, and, uh, but, but it's divisible by 10 to the minus eighth. So uh, that's a large number. So like, yeah. it's like 100,000 or no, it's like, yeah, 100,000 or something. So, so it's 10 to the minus eight units. So you can buy one Satoshi, which is one to 10 to the minus eighth Bitcoin. And, and Satoshi is the guy that wrote the paper about Bitcoin. But you can buy. And so even if, um, so even if a Bitcoin goes to a million dollars per Bitcoin, one Satoshi is going to be worth one cent. So, now, so you can so even if the Bitcoin becomes a million, you, right. can, you can I can send you one penny. <laughs> See, here's here's the thing. It's like that the, the concerns me about Bitcoin. Okay, let's 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 say the worst happens okay. and the whole country collapses and everything. Let's say we lose electricity. Well, there you go. It's a big old EMP pulse. That right? that that's right. that's a problem. Yeah. Well, it it is and it isn't. Okay. It, it is it is if the whole world goes like if the whole world went down. Yeah. But let's say. United States went down. That's okay because there's still millions of computers on the other side of the world that are running. Well, yeah. Bitcoin. How are you going to get to them though if you're stuck here? You're right. You, you know you, that's that's going to be a problem. Yeah, I mean, right. I mean, we take a lot of things for granted yes, that we, we get around from place to place pretty easily. But you take away the cars and you take away the mass transportation and you take away the communication system and the electricity. Uh, your your sphere of influence is extremely limited at when, that if point. If you take away all of that, Bitcoin's going to be the least of your worries. Yeah, I know. <laughs> because then you're going to be in that situation in which you're going to be trying to barter with people. Exactly. And and they're going to say, well, well, Bitcoin, what good's that going to do me? Gold, what's what good's that going to do me? You well, know, did you I'm ever, starving here. Did you, you ever know? read that uh, that book? Three seconds after. Uh, there's a book called uh, Three Seconds After, and I could only read it. I could only read halfway through, but it's it it talks about what would happen if uh, there was a big EMP electromagnetic mm-hmm. pulse over the United States, and it would just black out everything. Cars would stop immediately. Airplanes would fall out of the sky. But that wasn't the that wasn't the worst part. You know, the worst part was, you know, after three seconds after all this happens, within three days, the society is turned into anarchy. Oh, it would. Think about all refrigeration is Mm -hmm. turned off. Nothing's working refrigerator-wise. No electricity, no news, no nothing. People are panicking. People who need insulin, you know, that has to be refrigerated. All of a sudden, and it starts describing how society falls apart. And now you got to really then start relying on community, and it becomes gangs, and people are going after food and water and stuff like that. It was a scary, very realistic book. Oh, well, I mean, you'd have a lot of problems. Number one, you'd have to meet with a group of friends that you could share resources and survive together because alone you would not be able to survive. survive. And not only that. And fight together. Exactly. Fight together, too. Yeah, because you're going to have people. You're going to have people. You're going to have people are going to be coming for what you have. Exactly. Yes. And so you need to have your own group to protect mm-hmm. yourselves with, and and it's and it was very realistic, and it was like very sad and very scary, and so so that worst case scenario that you just depicted, I, you know, I, I don't foresee that happening, but it's not to say that it couldn't happen, and uh, it would be a very scary scenario for for most people who aren't prepared for that. Yeah. Even even those of us who think we're prepared, yeah, would not be ready for something that disastrous. Well, Ant, thanks for coming on with us today. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, hate it's to leave on a sour note. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, doom and gloom. Oh, my God. Yeah, really. <laughs> Just buy gold. Yes. <laughs> buy gold. Buy gold. There we go. So uh, if uh, you'd like to send us your comments and suggestions, you can email us at Beckett, freedomspeaknm.com. You can check out our website, freedomspeaknm.com, where you can listen to replays of all of our previous shows and check out the resources there that we have posted. Um, you can also listen and watch our live stream every uh, Friday morning, 9 a.m. to noon, Mountain Standard Time, uh, by using the Rumble link from our webpage. You can also check out our posts on Facebook, um, Twitter, um, True Social, Telegram, a little bit there. Um, if you missed the show, you can always download the podcast from SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, and Apple iTunes. Like, follow, share, subscribe, all that kind of had more and more people subscribing to the Rumble channel. So subscribe to our Rumble channel. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure to check out my uh, Saturday night, late night show where we talk about anything strange and unusual, the continuum. It's on Rumble, 10 o'clock to midnight. <laughs> 
Freedom is essential to everyone. Liberty and freedom are rights and not privileges. Remember that. Not privileges given by the government. It is your God-given right. Divided we're weak, together we're strong, and it's time for all of us to stand up, open your eyes, reject divisions, and tell the Marxists and those pushing the woke agenda and hate, hell no, we won't comply. And by the way, uh, next week will be a replay, um, because I'm going to be visiting with family, but we'll be back the following week after that. And what do we finish the show with, Stella? We, we are, are the, the resistance. resistance. <laughs> All right, <then>. Amen. <laughs>